Hi, this is Bill Bean, the Spiritual Warrior. I'm listening to the Paranormal Journal, and you should as well. John Curley is awesome, and the show is awesome. Tune in every week to listen to what he's got to say. I'm Bill Bean, the Spiritual Warrior, and I'll stand for you. This podcast presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The host purpose is to suggest some possible explanation, but not necessarily the only answer to paranormal phenomena. We have not yet begun to touch the surface into these supernatural occurrences. With that being said, welcome to the Paranormal Journal. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Paranormal Journal podcast. This is season two. Thank you, everybody, for listening, downloading, sharing. Loving, appreciate all of you. Tonight, got a special guest coming on the show. We did this case probably 12, 13 years ago. It was in New Bloomfield, Pennsylvania. This is probably one of the most coolest cases I've been on where it gave me some real definitive answers that there is something else after we die. Uh, this case uh, involved a, a, a mother with, she was a single mother with two or three kids, I believe it was, but we're going to have her son on tonight. He agreed to come on. Amy uh, was kind of gun shy about coming on tonight, but uh, he's going to talk about this case and all the experiences they had in the home, which is really cool. We investigated it and uh, the daughter, uh, his sister had taken a picture of her and her mother in the kitchen and, and the kitchen's really small in that house. And when she took a selfie of her and her mother, there's a, it's her, her mother, and then there's a woman in the picture, a side profile of a woman. And they were the only ones in the house at the time when they took the picture. But then there's this woman. She's there. It's a side profile. She's kind of blurry. You know what I mean? She's kind of in and out. She's almost transparent, parent at the bottom. And what I'll do is I'll put a, what I'll do is I'll put the picture. If you go to the Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society's uh, YouTube channel, I'll put a picture of some of the stuff that they uh, captured on camera in the home. Very, very cool stuff. I mean, this picture, it's definitely a ghost. It's definitely of the woman who used to live there. Uh, after a little bit of research and talking with the landlord, we came up with a name, which I'll say the first name, but I won't say the second name, but we looked her up, and it was an obituary. And in that obituary was a picture, and it's the girl. And she'd been 
passed away for a year prior to that little girl taking the picture. She had she had passed away a year ago, a year prior, I should say. And uh, it was it made all the hair stand up in my arms when I seen that picture. And I'm like, that is her. You can see the profile of her face. Amazing, amazing picture. I will put it in the uh, Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society's YouTube channel. I'll put it on there. You can check it out. There were some other things that happened, which I'll let Trevor talk about some of these experiences. He was grabbed. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of experiences they, they, they had encountered in this home. And it's going to be a really good show. Let me get Trevor on the hook now. And uh, we're going to get into this because you're going to really like this case. It was a really cool case. So let me get him on the hook. Hold on. Trevor, are you there? Yep. All right. So we got Trevor. What's the, how do you spell your last name? Kreiner? Kreiner, yep. Kreiner. All right. So I got it right. <laughs> so, yeah, some people have a problem with it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So, man, it's been a long time since I've uh, seen you. You were you were a young guy the last time I seen you. And it's been, that was probably, what, 12 or 13 years ago, somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah, probably about 13 or so. Yeah. It's closer to like 2010. You're a grown man now. I'm getting feeling pretty old <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling pretty old and i'm still young that's unfortunate <laughs> i'm like man i talked to your mom and um she, she didn't want to come on but she said you would come on and i was like oh that's great because he had a lot of experiences in that home so i talked to her and she said yeah they're all grown up now they all moved out and i'm like wow i feel really old and she goes how do you think i feel i'm a grandmother <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> i'm like no doubt i said i'm not a grandparent yet but I'm sure it's coming soon, but uh, the uh, the house in New Bloomfield that was an, that was an interesting case for us, and I know it was interesting for you because you lived there. Yeah, yeah, and, some uh, pretty crazy things. Yeah, that you, went down in that house. <laughs> yeah, you experienced a lot of stuff in that house. Um, do you remember, like, when you first moved into that house? What was kind of like the first, you know, paranormal experience you were like, "Whoa, man, this house is haunted." Um, I mean, like I was always a little bit of a timid kid. So like, you know, I always would think something would like, not all the time, but something might be over my shoulder. And then, uh, the first experience I ever had in there, uh, when you'd walk up our steps, there was just this wide open room to the, uh, upstairs, you know, you can say it could have been a bedroom or a playroom. In my case, it was the bedroom. So, um, I had a bunk bed and that night I had ironically decided to sleep on the top um, woke up sometime throughout the middle of the, uh, night, had to go to the bathroom. And when I, uh, sat up, if you, as soon as I'd sit up and look up, it would show our hallway, which led to the bathroom. And all I seen was this black figure in the, the midst of my hallway. Like, I mean, you could say it was probably a man. It was a very tall black figure, just pure black. All I seen was it shoot up, rise up a little bit, and then just push backwards into our bathroom. And just say I didn't get out of bed that night because that was probably the freakiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But yeah, that was probably about the first thing I seen in that house. Did it like was the shadow? You couldn't see through it at all. Nope, it was just pure black. I I've never seen anything like it. I you know, ever since then, since you know, I grown up, I've watched a lot of things of ghosts and things like that, and that's still probably one of the craziest things I've ever seen. It was just pure black. Man, when it when it moved, did it kind of like glide? Yeah, it just kind of looked like it just floated backwards and then it just disappeared into the bathroom door. And then that was that. I kind of just threw the covers back over my head and 
try to go back to sleep as quick as I could on that one. <laughs> now, to give a little backstory on this, this case, um, you know, Trevor's mother had called us and said they were having some paranormal phenomena going on in the home. And uh, we initially went out and talked to her and we started doing investigation. But um, upon, you know, a couple of weeks into it, your sister had taken a picture, a selfie of her and your mother in the kitchen. And then there was this woman in the picture and there was no one home at that time, but them two. And she's like, who the hell is this woman? And I'm like, I don't know. Unless it's interesting. We're looking through it. And I said, well, let's get a hold of your landlord. And she, I think she, your mom got a hold of the landlord and we came up with a name, which was, her name was Carla. I'm not going to say her last name because I don't have any permission from the other people, but um, uh, her name was Carla and she did pass away a year prior, I think, to you guys moving in. And um, when we Googled that, her picture popped up and I'm like, wow, this is the woman. This is the woman. And that was that's probably one of the most amazing pictures I, I've ever seen. And definitely a validation that there's some kind of life after death. You know what I mean? Because that was her. That's her 1,000%. Right. You know? Right. And, and what, did you, what did you think when you first seen that picture? Oh, I mean, that fo like I said, that photo to, the, to this day, I still show people. It's like, if you don't believe, you believe now. Because, I mean, it was caught on a DS. So, you know, I don't know how high-tech their cameras were at the time. But, like, for a, a game console camera to catch a, capture a picture like that and it'd be so clear, I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, yeah, my, you know, I'm a kid at that time. So, my first thought probably was, like, what the heck, like, that's actually popping up in our house, but it just kind of validated like the rest of what was going on with other stuff we had seen and heard and stuff like that. So, yeah. And mind you that that kitchen was really small. So when she took yep. that picture, I mean, it was literally right behind both your sister and your mother. I mean, within yep. not even a couple feet and they didn't see it, right. which is amazing, you know? Yep. And nobody was even tall enough to be up at that height in that picture. So that was also like kind of validating that point even more. Whereas like who else could be in that photo? There was nobody, nobody looked or was that tall, you know, to be in there. So pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. It, that, that's, I'm telling you, that's probably one of the best pictures of a ghost that you're ever going to see. I don't care who's out there says yep. they have something better. I don't think so. That, and, yep. and, you know, I always talk to people and like, that's not legit. I said, bullshit, that's legit. That's 100% yep. legit. I was yep. like, that is one awesome picture. And I said, and once you look into the history of it and you see that this woman died and you look at this picture of this woman when she was alive and you put it next to that picture, it's her, a thousand percent. Oh, yeah, a hundred percent. Without a doubt. And I think your mom actually wound up showing that picture to the, um, the sister i think it was the sister and the sister was like yeah that's my sister for yeah. sure yeah 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 she ended up doing something with that picture and yeah they they kind of confirmed what we thought as well that yeah it, it looked like her i mean that's pretty hard to say that that's not in resemblance to that person oh it's pretty yeah. crazy so so after you've seen the the shadow figure in the uh upstairs what was the next thing i remember you got I, just, I still have the pictures of this too of of you getting grabbed by your arm. Yep. And yep. the left fingerprints, like big fingerprints. Yep. Yep. 
So what, yeah, what led what led up to that? Are you getting grabbed? Were you what were you doing at the at that time when you got grabbed by by this unseen force? You know, I mean to be honest, memory of a lot of that's vague. You know, um, but I can only imagine. I mean, I could have swore that was probably more towards the time I was sleeping, but that's when most of my stuff would happen was at night. Um, I guess you could say that you know they they probably prey on your fear a little bit and. I was more more scared at nighttime, so I would imagine I was probably sleeping. But um, you know, I probably had woke up the next morning, and yeah, you could you can see those marks very vividly. Um, I was the only person in my room. I never had anything on my bed. It was just me. Um, I'm a pretty sound sleep person, so I know I didn't grab myself at any point in time like that. Never had anything like that happen in my life before. Um, so yeah, I mean, I. I would pretty much assume it was probably a, a nighttime occurrence at some point, but um, yeah, uh, that one was that one you actually reminded me of as as one that's kind of left the memory bank there a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, I still got the picture. Your mom sent me the picture. I still have it in my all my files with with your case file. And uh, I was looking, I was going through it the other day, and I'm like, and there's the fingerprints he got where something grabbed his arm. Your arm was really red too. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like, wow, that. There were so many good things that happened to us in that case that for paranormal investigators, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. I think you guys had left, but your mom had stayed with us, and we had went yep. up into the attic, and we were hearing disembodied voices in the attic of a female, and it was saying, like, help me. I think at one point uh, it said uh, he killed me or something like that. It was There was a bunch of different EVPs. Yep. One even says your mom's name. It says Amy. Yep. And we're, I'm like, did you hear that? And, she, and one of the investigators, yeah, she, I don't know what it said. I said, I think it said her name. I think it said Amy's name. She's like, oh, God. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I said, I'm pretty sure it said your name, and it did. It said, it, but it was a female, too, that said, right. said Amy. So do you, uh, do you recall, like, the next kind of thing that happened after you seen that shadow? Um, No, I mean, that, that night pretty much just kind of, ended there i mean i tried to like i said i was young and stuff so i tried to pretty much just get back to sleep as quick as i could it wasn't something i really wanted to like face but i could remember like the next morning like talking about it just like the chills like when you when i brought it back up it was like you could feel that kind of like energy to it where it was just like a just a totally creepy thing like totally freaked me out and it it freaks that moment specifically i freaks me out till this day there's a lot of times where you know i'm out and about in the dark or like i'm coming home late at night and i'll always feel like there's something like watching me even in my current house like it just feels like there's always something there just kind of like like right behind me or something you know like just i feel like it's all from that experience like it's an anxiety from that that night yeah man like that stuff can have a profound effect on you uh your 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 mental stability man you know what i mean like when stuff like that happens to you, uh, it, it's pretty much like a stain on your memory. You know what I mean? Like you're always yep. going to be seeing this thing, especially if you're in the dark. Or I know the first time I ever seen one, I was with another person, and I have never expected to see something like this where I was at. And I seen a shadow figure like just go across, you know, walk from one window to the next. And I'm like, I thought I was actually imagining things when I'm looking at it. I'm like. I just see that, and if I if there, if there wouldn't have been a woman there with me, that kind of gasped. She's like, <gasps> I was like, 
you seen that, right? She's like, there was a figure that walked across the, the windows out front and didn't make any noise. We didn't hear any footsteps and it's a wooden deck, you know? And I'm like, that was definitely, it looked like a woman too, like an old kind of clothing, like a bonnet and stuff. It right. was, it was cool as shit. I seen it. I was like, whoa, dude. I was like, that was, but I, I would have thought I was imagining seeing it because I'm looking at it and I'm like, am I really seeing this shit? And then all of a sudden right. she's like, she gasped for area. And I'm like, you seen it? She goes, yeah, I seen it. I'm like, great. At least I'm glad somebody else seen this shit. I'm not imagining it. You know what I mean? I'm like, cause I, I got up and actually went to the door and opened the door and there was nobody there. And I'm just like, right. Oh, wow. But yeah, this stuff can have an effect on people. Like, uh, you know, some people really have a bad effect behind seeing things like that. Like it'll, it'll haunt them the rest of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I definitely, that, you know, going back to the imagining thing, like that's what I try to tell myself. It's like, Oh, you just imagine that you didn't see it. That was just a dream. But like, you know, I've had a, ton of dreams throughout my 20 years of being alive and i've never had something so like visually remembering like i can picture that day sometimes you know or that night like it just it's like it, it haunts you it, it sits there with you the rest of your life and yeah. um yeah i can tell that that night to me that was not a dream i've had a lot of bad dreams and that that was not one of them that was vivid i could you could have pinched me and i wasn't waking up from that one i was i was in the moment on that yeah, it's kind of something that them kind of things kind of change your life a little bit because it makes you think maybe something that you didn't believe that there was ghosts, but if you see shit like that, you're like, yeah, there's ghosts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see that, oh, yeah. you're like, uh, yeah, there's ghosts because I just seen that. But, you know, your mind's always trying to give you like a logical explanation to what's really going right. on. You see it and you're like, nah, I'm not really seeing that, but you're really seeing it. You're like, Holy shit, I really didn't see that because somebody else seen it, you know, you're like, whoa, that's uh, pretty right. cool. So and it was, you know, it was kind of weird because we knew we had de determined that, you know, Carla was the one voice that we were hearing. And then, uh, you know, to see that dark shadowy figure that kind of left that kind of like dark presence around it was weird. And I was actually uh, talking to my mom the other day when she brought you up and, uh, I don't know if you remember, but one of those EVPs had said, I'm not effing dead. Oh, yeah. That um, was on the ghost box. And, yep. Yeah. And that one, I always, to this day, connect that, where it's like, that, whatever I saw, that's what you guys heard. That was the person you guys heard. And I just, like, once I heard that, I'm like, I knew there was something dark in there. Like, I know Carla's in there, and I hope her soul rests in peace for sure. Um, I definitely don't think she was the one uh causing me some agony in there but i think there was definitely something dark to that house um for sure yeah that was a male figure too like that was a male voice that we heard um through that ghost box which you know i'm not i'm never really a big fan of of ghost box you know you see them on tv the tv shows and stuff like that and they're always disputable right. but that was one thing that i i couldn't dispute because i just couldn't put a an explanation to why it said you know i'm not and dead you know what i mean right and that's a regular radio station it's not like we had serious radio back then right and yeah i'm like why would it be saying i you know even if i picked up a radio station it wouldn't be cussing on a radio station you know and right that thing sweeps over different radio stations like it's every right. every click is a radio station and it said that over i don't know 10 11 stations you know and it, you're just like all right. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 
that was definitely a guy and uh it was actually there's more clips of that of uh us interacting with that thing with the ghost box and it was cussing more than that it was saying a lot of f-bombs i think it told me like f you one time and i and i had said it back to it and it said it again and i'm like <laughs> yeah dude that's not that's not <laughs> that's not a radio yeah there yeah there was something there was something dark in that house for sure he, he didn't like to play well with others as i like to say <laughs> yeah, i remember at one point you said you thought it was a guy that was, that yeah it was oh man. yeah when from from that night uh that night that i seen that figure i mean it looked like just the build like it wasn't just like a you know like on some movies and stuff you'll see shadowy figures where they're not like fully like kind of like human like this one he it was big it wasn't just some small little black figure it was i can i could couldn't make out anything real on it but you know you can see like the shoulders and like the head and you know down towards the bottom of the feet and then it you know just watch it rise a little bit and push back you know just kind of put it even more perspective for me and it yeah you could tell that was that was some man it, it had to be a man you know <laughs> that's pretty cool it, it kind of rose up off the floor yeah yeah it looked like it was just like standing there and it just kind of rose up a little bit and then you know i watched it push back into the bathroom door was the bathroom once was it the, hit the bathroom door was the bathroom dark uh it was at the door was actually closed oh it went through the door yeah so oh, it just shit. went right through the door and i mean like i said i didn't get up out of bed so i don't know if he was still chilling in there but uh wow. yeah from that I didn't see him after he vanished into the door, but so how, yeah, it was, how close it was do you very think he, How close do you think he was from that was from you? Oh, I would say no more than maybe five to 10 feet, probably wow. about seven. Like it was cause uh, my bunk bed was up against the wall and there was probably about five feet in between that and the doorway. And then there was like a small, like it was only like a five feet hallway in between that doorway and the bathroom so it was yeah it was probably about five to ten feet away from me wow that's pretty close man yeah it was yeah it was really that one was probably the worst thing i've ever had did you smell uh, anything did you smell anything or did you feel anything cold or anything like that uh no not i mean i i probably had some chills that night um you know just seeing it uh and being scared from it but a lot of my mind was just on getting back to sleep and not having to uh, think about it. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't see any facial features or anything like that. No, not that I could make out. It, it like honestly, like when you talk about it, it kind of seems like it happened slow, but like it happened pretty quickly. It wasn't. It was probably about a, te a span of like 10, 15 seconds, and it was gone. So it oh, wasn't. That probably, that wasn't probably something seemed, super long. That probably seemed like a lifetime uh, for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, to, yeah, for sure. To keep, you know, and that's gonna probably replay in the mind in your mind till the day you you die. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's something yeah, my, you're yeah. never gonna forget. Yeah, my mom works hard and stuff, you know, and she worked hard then. So it was one of those things where I didn't want to wake her up in the middle of the night like that. So I tried to be tough about it, but yeah, it was a, it was something that, like I said, it's left me uh, pretty emotionally. Well, not I wouldn't say emotionally scarred, but scarred in some sort of way to where you know some nights and some situations it's like i feel like there's something there and there's something just kind of lurking over me watching yeah yeah i mean it's like you know you see something like that and then you know if you're alone in the dark that's automatically going to like come back to you you're like am i going to see something you know am i going to see yep. this thing or 
I've, I've experienced that same kind of stuff. Like if, even when I'm in my own home and I've had weird stuff happen to my house since I've been doing this and I've been doing it for uh, 20 plus years. So I, I don't even know how many years it's been. It's over 23 or 24 or somewhere. I started back in 2000. So literally like legitimately doing it in 2000 and, um, but I was doing it years before then, but nothing like, you know, organized, you know what I mean? I was just going like to the battlefield and stuff like that. But yeah, so 23 years organized doing it. And, um, man, sometimes I sit down here in the dark and I get that same feeling, Trevor, like <laughs> there's somebody over yep. there looking at me, you know, and I'm just like, I'll have the lights out watching the show or something. And I'll turn the lights on. I get freaked out a little bit and I'll, I'll click the lights on. I won't sit in the dark too long. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, no, I, uh, I'll be honest with you. Most nights, uh, I keep, keep my TV on until I pass out or something just as my little, like you can say my little nightlight type thing, but it, you know, it's, it's, I think when I get into those situations where I'm in the dark like that and I try to sleep, that's all I can think about where it's like, I'm just waiting to see something shoot across the room or something like that. And, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like leaving doors open. I don't like looking down hallways while I'm trying to sleep or anything like that. I like a, a secluded area oh, yeah. and peace. And <laughs> Oh, yeah. I do too, man. I mean, you never know, like, could that thing have followed you? It's possible. You know what I mean? Yep. There's, there's no guarantee in this stuff if, if something's going to not follow you or right. it is going to follow you. You know, it's just that, right. that chance you take if you move into a haunted place and you don't know right. it's haunted. And you were a young kid, you know, and young kids have a lot of energy, man. Like, and right. spirits are attracted to that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, yep. could, it could attach itself to you. And everywhere you move, you'll have activity. And I've had clients like that that have, you know, had activity their whole lives after moving into a haunted place when they were a young kid. And I had one uh, guy's name was Brandon. And, you know, everywhere he moved all the way up to he was in his 20s like you he was experiencing paranormal stuff and then he had a kid and he had a, he had a daughter and you know he he moved into a trailer he was running from it basically and uh, he moved into a trailer and it followed him to a trailer park and he's like I, there's no way i can get away from this thing and you know i'm talking to him right and i'm just initially talking to him we have, we're not even really investigating yet i'm just going to you know starting a case file with him and i'm talking to him and there's a bedroom off to the left and the light goes out. Click. I hear a click and the light goes out. And I'm like, is somebody in there? He's like, no. I'm like, you sure? He's like, I'm positive. It's just me and you in here. So the light just went out. So I went over to the bedroom. The light's out. And I had a really eerie feeling going into the bedroom. I walked in and I it was one of those lamps where you push the button and you hear the click. Right. I push the button, click, and the light came on. I'm like, all right, well, something's definitely in here because it turned that damn light out. You know, right? And uh, he's like, "I told you, man. She has been following me my whole life, man. I can't get away from it. Like everywhere I move, it's here. And now it's starting to affect my kid. And uh, it was, it was following him. And I, I lost, I lost contact with him. But I would love to talk to him again about some of this stuff. And um, it's sort of like your case, you know. You, luckily, nothing followed you, but you have that um, that scarring of." A paranormal event that happened you're kind of like a paranormal victim you know what i mean right right yeah i mean when my mom asked me about it or when she said about it i was like i first told her i was like you should do it i was like that'd be be like nice it kind of closes out the story like see how's the you know 
how everybody was doing kind of years down the road. And uh, when she, you know, like I said before, we're not really normally talkative, you know, in this kind of setting. So I told her, I was like, I'll go on and do it. I was like, you know, I, I lived through a lot of that. Uh, you know, I felt like more of it kind of came for me than it did some of the others. And uh, definitely, definitely good to talk about it sometimes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It helps you get it off your chest and, you know, um, kind of put things at ease sometimes, you know, kind of put it to bed, you know? Right. Even though you're always going to have that, you are going to have that kind of trauma of what you've seen. I mean, it's always going to stick with you. It does me all the time. So it's right. one of those things, you know, you're going to, you're going to experience this stuff probably your whole life. You know, you're going to at least be thinking about it every time you're in the right. dark or some strange <laughs> place. You're going to be like, Holy shit. I hope I don't see that black thing again. You know? Yeah. But, Oh yeah. Like, uh, my house now, uh, you know, I'll come home late at night and, uh, most of the times, thank God, I have a uh, I have a three year old boxer that most of the times around with me. So like we'll come home late at night, and he's kind of like my my like saving grace because it kind of puts my mind at ease. I know I have something around me that's not nothing. Um, and when he's not around me, I can tell the difference. Like when I come into my house, um, just being in the dark, I'm a guy that I'll turn my flashlight on my phone to make sure I can see everything. Um, if I'm in the kitchen, you know, most times I'll turn the light on just so I know I can see, but, um, like a lot of the times I'm just getting chills, like chills, goosebumps. Like you, I, when I just feel like I'm hearing something and yeah, it, it leaves an impact. It, uh, it definitely like, I, I don't know if I can say it followed me, but there's definitely, I always feel like there's something messing with me for sure. Like just con consistently messing with me every day, <laughs> yeah. or at least every time I'm in the dark. <laughs> yeah, it's possible, man. I mean, these things are, it is possible. Cause I remember, I remember what led up to your, your mother calling me was that I think it was Christmas Eve. I, I believe it was Christmas Eve when this happened is when she went up to the bathroom and there was help written on the, the sink, the kitchen, I mean, the uh, bathroom uh, sink and blood or something like that. Yep. That was that was very intense. Uh, she sent me that picture. I'm like, you sure no one did that? She's like, no one did that. We just went up there and it was there. I mean, it was definitely looked like blood, like someone smeared there. It looked like blood. I wish yeah. I would. I wish I could have got a sample of it to test it to see if it was really human blood. Um, but right. that, that definitely looked like blood to me. Um. And she was like, no one was up there. And when when I went up yep. there, there it is. There's help written in on the sink. It looks like blood. I'm like, that definitely looks like blood. And that is creepy as all hell. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, just kind of, it still all ties back into that dark kind of feeling of that house. You know, you know, seeing that dark figure here in the, you know, the voice over the box and having the help written, it just... Yeah, there was some dark things going on there, you know. Yeah. I definitely wish I had some answers for it, you know. It's just that's like kind of the cool but bad thing, you know. You you go and you investigate and you know, you get all this cool things, but sometimes it never really gives you the dang answer, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, I mean, we knew Carla was there, but we didn't know who this other figure was that you were seeing. And uh but we definitely knew Carla was there after especially we had that one ghost box session up in the hallway where right by the bathroom where the help was written, you know, and I said, Carla, if you can say your name for this device, 
It would really help us to let us know you're here. And sure enough, it says Carla over that box. I'm like, holy shit. You know, I'm yep. like, that's, that's amazing. That's not a coincidence. I mean, that word coming over the ghost box, uh, and especially saying her name after I just ask it to say her name and it says her name, that'd be like hitting right. the mega millions. You know what I mean? That's like one in a billion chances that's going to happen. Right. Her name come over a radio station, you know? Yep. I'm like that, that. That would be like hitting hitting the mega millions. It was like like hitting a jackpot, you know. I'm like, yep. That's that's definitely her. She's definitely here, but she I, she didn't die in that house. That's what's weird. Yep, that's what I that's what I was told. It was somewhere down. It was still. I'm pretty sure it was still in New Bloomfield. It was just down a couple streets from us. Yes, it didn't happen there, but she came back there. I, I'm just I don't know why, but I I can't remember if your mom knew her or not. I think I don't know if she knew her, but I think she, I think she used to live there. Like she had lived there at one point in time, maybe like when she was younger or something like that. Yeah, she lived um, there. Yeah. Now, um, so like that's what we kind of thought was maybe that was just like it was like a place for her, something with memories or something. So that's where she went back to instead of like wherever she passed from. She might have just had some more memories or uh, things like that at that house, and she just might have been attracted there. Yeah, you know, and in the afterlife. Yeah, and from what her sister said, it was kind of suspicious death for her too. Like there was an overdose, but they never found like a needle or she had, I think she right. had like a fresh track mark, but there was no needle. And right. uh, they were they were thinking that someone else did it. And uh right. that that could definitely leave a soul kind of in in an unrest that someone basically gave her a hot shot and killed her, you know? Right. And that yep, kind of kind of made sense with the EVP that I called that it said it said he killed me in the EVP which was right. totally weird. I'm like what? and it was a female voice that said he killed me like that. And I'm like right. But what the hell does that mean? You know what I mean? Like did somebody kill yep. her? And then after your mom had did some poking around, we found out that she had died from an overdose and I'm like, "Oh wow." Maybe somebody gave her a hot shot and uh, that was it, you know, they killed her. Right. And, you know, for her having those memories there, she was probably going back there looking for, you know, maybe her family. And she probably just saw our family as, you know, you could say her family, like, and she just kind of stuck there. Like she, I don't feel like she was ever a bother. Like there no, was never like help. any, like she wanted help. She really did. Yep. And that's, yep. that, that's the thing. Like, be, that's the thing with this stuff, you know, like paranormal. Like I got a little goosebumps now thinking about that. Yeah. But my hair's kind of standing up one end. It was like, you know, she was, it proved to me that there is something else. That case for me proved there's something else after you die because I just couldn't explain any of the stuff that we experienced in that house. Right. None. The helps, yep. the, the help in blood, the picture. I mean, her saying her name over the ghost box. I mean, all this stuff. And, and it's kind of sad because, you know, she, she passed and she's asking for help, but how do you help them? You know what I mean? Right. How yeah. Do we it's kind of hard to give them the closure. Yeah. Yeah. How do we help them move on to where they need to be? That's, that's what I've always tried to figure out over all the years of doing this. And I still don't have an answer to it. And we right. get a lot of helps and help me like these like lost souls or something. I don't know what it yep. is. You know, it's like a lost soul. That's what and I'm that, to you think know, of. That for her, it almost makes me like believe that point where I feel like someone might have killed her just because of, you know, if 
you know, if it was an overdose, as tragic as it is, you know, that could have just been her. Like, I don't feel like she might have needed that help moving on. But because, you know, someone might have killed her themselves, you know, she's looking for someone to, like, her her staying around is, like, her way of trying to, like, have someone find out who did it. Yeah. And we were kind of like that stepping stone to that, you know, with the help me and, you know, her making her presence very much known through pictures, voices, things like that kind of just ties that all together. Yeah. I mean, I know your mom didn't stay there much longer after that um, because we didn't get get any more chances to get out there and really start digging into really investigating. I love getting those kind of cases where I can keep going back and uh, right. investigating but you guys were young you were kids and you know i understood 100 percent of what she was going through you know what i mean i'm like right if these were my kids i would be wanting to like, get out of here too but as an investigator i was like this is cool as shit you know yeah. I was just oh like, yeah no doubt you know i was like damn I, she told me she was moving i was like shit i really want to get back in there some more but right. i was like i understand you know what i mean i, I definitely understood and uh, i was actually sad when she said she was moving i'm like Ah man, this is. I said I don't know who's gonna move into here now. I, I drive by there sometimes, and I'm wondering who the hell lives in there now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> if, Same are they, here. I drive by, and it's totally different. Yep. Yeah. Are they experiencing the stuff that you guys experienced? I I really yep. don't know. It it might they might not. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Yeah. And I've always wondered that same thing too. It's just you know. I don't feel like it'd be nice of me just to stop by and be like, hey, you got uh, some crazy things going on up in there, you know? Yeah, show some them that picture always... from your yeah, sister. Right? Be like, see, this is in your kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I show people that all the time. Uh, it's my go-to my go-to when I bring up that story because uh, we actually have the, the picture of it and then, like, the article that was in the paper about it and everything. We have it all kind of put into one one big photo so it's kind of just like a nice little like thing to go back and look at sometimes and just be like man like you know for like back then it was scary but now for me like i'm growing up yeah it still freaks me out a little bit but i think that stuff is cool as all craziness as it is i love it um and just looking back at that now it's like man we were a part of that yeah. and it's like scary but it's like awesome at the same time it's like we got the you know, experience what some people don't get to experience. And like you said, give you some of the best evidence you've got to, got to see uh, in your work. Oh, definitely. I know that picture is my go-to picture for everything. If people ask me, do I believe in ghosts? I pull that picture out quick. I'm like, see that? Yep. (laughs) That's a ghost. They're like, that's just someone walked into the picture. I'm like, no, that's not someone walking into the picture. That's a ghost. If you look at the bottom of the picture she's translucent you can see through yep. her and i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken there was uh what looked like a white cat or some type of white figure also in the bottom of that picture yeah it looked like she was uh, holding a cat or something at one yeah, point yeah because um we had no cats we had a dog um but he is uh like tan brownish in color and definitely would not have been up on the counters but yeah it looked like there was a white white what we distinguished as a cat, but yeah, some type of white figure below her also. Yeah. Um, which kind of tied that in more. And like you said, her, her bottom of her body was translucent. You didn't see nothing. Like you would have seen if there was a real human there that was coming into the picture, you would have seen more of their body versus what we seen at that kind of where she was lined up in that picture. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of just like more of her head and upper body than anything. And, 
you couldn't see nothing else. There, that was for sure. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, if your mother would have seen that, I mean, it was literally right behind your sister, and I mean, literally like maybe a no. foot from your mom. <laughs> Yep. I mean, the picture oh, yeah, looks like would have had a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, the, the picture looks like she's further away, but really, she's not. If you stand in that kitchen, that is one little kitchen. And I'm yep. like, because I stood in it, and I'm like, she was right here. Amy was literally like maybe a foot and a half away, and the daughter was right here. I mean, and the, yep. she was really close to to your sister. All, I think I really think all within arms distance of everybody. Yeah, like you could have made a triangle with your arms of how close they were. Yeah, that, that, were very, you, very close. that was that was one amazing picture, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> yes. I, if anybody ever asked me to drop believing gears, that's where I was I'm, check this out right here. Boom. You can't you can't mistake in it, you know? Yep. You I've showed can. multiple people and just watched the jaw drop. Oh yeah, they're like, nah, that's fake. I'm like, no. Nah, we don't fake anything and uh that's definitely not fake. No, not yeah. at all. You know? Yeah, uh, there was there was no way we could stage that one. We were not, you know, we're we're smart now, but we weren't that smart of chicklings then. You know, there's no, uh, you know, and there was nothing on a, a DS that you could do to, you know, Photoshop or anything like that. You no. know, it was just one straight up picture. And, you know, when my sister went back in and was looking through those pictures and she seen that, you know, it was pretty clear. I mean, there's no other pictures with her in it it's just that singular frame that singular photo and that was it yeah does she still talk about that picture um yeah we bring it when we bring it up sometimes uh i think i'm more of the one who likes to bring it up <laughs> i like to flaunt that picture off sometimes it's uh it's remarkable it still still leaves me jaw dropped yeah your mom day for sure your mom was like when i asked her to come on the podcast again uh i don't i don't think so i don't i don't i don't know what to do i wouldn't know what to say i'm like just talk about your experiences with this stuff because it's amazing you guys yes, experience it is, it is. You, know, you guys experience something that not a whole lot of people get to experience in their lifetime. You know what I mean? Right. Which is it's it's scary, like you said, it's scary in one one aspect, but in another one, it's it's totally fascinating. You know. Yep. And there's no explanation yep. for it. You know, someone died, but there's no closure for that person. Unfortunately, you know, Carla, there's no closure for her because why would she be asking for help? You know what I mean? Like. Right why and that's the sad part about it is there's no closure for her like is she still yep. roaming around trying to get some kind of closure to go where she needs to go you know yep and i'm not a big religious person i mean i i'm catholic and i've been i used to go to church and i don't go to church too much anymore but um i definitely believe in god i believe there's a heaven i want to hope there is you know right and, um i hope that maybe one day she finds where she needs to be, you know, just, yep. it's just sad because she looked like a, you know, if you look at some of her pictures when she was alive, she looked like she was a very family oh, yeah, oriented person. Yeah. Yep. Very family oriented girl, you know, and you know, to lose your life over something as stupid as drugs is, is uh pretty terrible. Yep. And I've, you know, sure, yeah. I've experienced it. I've had family members that I've lost to, to drugs. So it's not just, you know, Everybody, you know, a cookie, a cookie cutter family that's family members are hooked on drugs. It's it's, it's a problem in the country as a whole. You know, um, right? Anybody can get hooked on drugs. I don't care if you got ten cent in your pocket or ten thousand in your pocket. Everybody can yeah. get anybody can get hooked on drugs. It's just how it happens. It doesn't make you a bad person. 
you know? Right. It doesn't make people a bad person because they're hooked on drugs. It's just something they got hooked yeah. on. You know what I mean? It's, it's a bad choice. Yeah. Bad I mean, choice that can be corrected. Once they get you know involved in in the shit, it's it's hard for them to get out of it. Unfortunately, some people get out and they make it, and some people they don't. You know, it's just right. That's the sad part about it is you know she lost her life and now she's we, we definitely know she's a ghost because we've seen her. You know, yeah. there there it is. It's in, you know, yep, full color. There she is. You know, I'm like yeah, that was another thing for it to be a like color like. Normally, you talk about figures, you see black, you see white, but for a, a full-colored figure to pop up, that was that. I think that was more intense than that. Yeah, and I think this, um, you, can even, sure. you can even tell what color shirt she's wearing. It's like purple or something like that. Yep. It's like a purple shirt, and you're like, yep. I really wanted to talk to the, the sister, her sister, really in depth, but in depth about things, but I, I think it was just a little too painful for them, you know? Right, um, right. Cause I know, I know your your mother talked to the sister, and um, the father was really distraught over losing losing her, um, losing his daughter. Right. Oh yeah, I I don't doubt. I think I think yeah. as any family would. Um, oh yeah, that's, you know, and that's that's, that's what thing. makes it even more tragic. Trying to, you know, when she's crying out for help, and you can't give her that help to kind of put the the piece to the end of it. You know. Yeah, I just wished. Uh, you know, I wish I could have got a sample of that help. That was written in blood to see if that was human DNA. You know what I mean? I would have took it somewhere right. and had it tested. I don't give a shit where I had to go. But I, right. wish, <laughs> I wish I could have got a sample of that to see maybe if it was her DNA. Who the hell right. knows? We could have matched yeah. it to her sister. And that would yep. have really that would have really solidified that this was her blood. How the hell would her blood be in here? You know what I mean? She's dead. She's been dead for right. a year. She was dead for a year. Almost to the day of that picture being taken. Yep. One year she was she had been dead. She had passed away. To yep. that to, the, to that picture, that's a, that's amazing. You know what I mean? And then you yep. had all the stuff on the wall. That was just one amazing case that I I will definitely never forget. I have it like highlighted in my files, like new Bloomfield <laughs> case. You know, I'm just like, and I always click into it and I'm looking at it and I'm like listening to the the uh, ghost box stuff and you know I'm just like, wow. That was that was one one and that was a case early on in in my career of doing this was I was only man, I was only a couple years into it, you know, maybe like ten years into it then, maybe ten years. I, right. It was about ten years into it. And I really didn't fully know what I was doing. I mean I, I had a an inkling of what I was doing, you know what I mean? But I made a lot of mistakes over the years, but I corrected them. Like, right. you know, you see a lot of TV shows and you see, you know, they're getting rid of, you know, you see movies like The Conjuring and, and shit like that. They're movies. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and as in, when you start early, these kind of things are impressionable when you, you think that this is the way it is and that's not the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, right. there are things out here that we don't, we, we, we can't, under, we can't explain it. We don't understand it. Um, yep. But most of the times, like these like conjuring movies and things like that they're making they're making a profit off of saying it's demonic or it's a demon or you know i've never encountered right. anything demonic and like i said i say this a lot but i've never encountered anything demonic in all the years that i've been investigating i've come across some really weird stuff that i really can't explain 
But to say it's demonic, um, I really can't say that because I don't have the proof to validate that. Right. Um, you you got to have validation and proof if you're going to claim something. That's what I said. You know, the bigger the claim, the bigger the proof. I'm yep. going to claim something. I need to be able to prove that this happened. Like, if I say, you know, yeah, we got a picture of this girl, you know, from your case, you know, no, you don't, no, you don't. Yeah, do. Boom, here it is, right here. Yep. I can pull up anything in this computer. If I said, so if I said it happened, it happened. You know what I mean? I don't have yep. nothing to lie about. I'm not looking to gain gain fame. I'm doing this to try to help people and try to understand myself. Right. What the, the hell is really going on? You know. Right. And that could have been something with maybe you or your sisters or your mom or you know it could have been you going to this house and some some kind of like you know you're kind of like a catalyst you could be like a catalyst to paranormal phenomena so right. there might be nothing going on in the house until you move into it you move into it and then all of a sudden all this all this paranormal shit is going on and you're like whoa man what what's going on here like you could be the one causing the phenomena yourself yep your energy levels your you maybe you get stressed out, you throw off this weird energy and the energy with the house and the energy with you creates paranormal phenomena, which is called poltergeist, which is poltergeist activity. Right. But that didn't seem like the case there because you're seeing full bodied apparitions and taking pictures. I mean, that's a full body yeah. apparition. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Full you know, and I know I remember, you know, we were still there, like you'd said, you know, for some time after, the investigation and uh i remember we eventually me and my brother moved up into the attic and that had became our bedroom um i don't know why to this day but uh we ended up you know being up there just kind of seemed like it, it wasn't like terrible but it just kind of still had that sense of like you know the chills or the goosebumps like it always just kind of felt like there was definitely something there for sure. Did you, you have, did you have anything experiences in the attic? I know we did when we went up there with your mom. Um, not any, not anything like crazy. Um, I do just remember being very paranoid up there. Um, just having that sense of paranoia just constantly every time I was up there. Um, like if I'd get up in the middle of the night, like you know, of course that was after that. Uh, I seen the figure. Um, so getting up. And going to the bathroom at night was already, you know, a hassle just because I was kind of frightened to even want to walk anywhere while it was dark. Um, but, yeah, it just kind of seemed like there was always a, a – I could go anywhere else in my house, but then I'd get up there and it was like paranoia, just central. Yeah. There and by the bathroom. There were the two places. It was just absolutely miserable. Yeah. Did you feel uncomfortable in the bathroom? Yeah, I definitely after that. Um if it was during like anything during the day, I was normally fine. Um, I didn't really get too spooked out during the day. I just kind of felt that, uh, sanctuary with light. And, you know, I knew people were home and awake and things like that. But yeah, anytime at night, uh, that bathroom was, a uh, not a fun place to want to be. Yeah. I remember standing in that hallway right there before you go into the bathroom, the bathroom is at the end of the hallway right there. And I remember hearing, that's where we heard, the uh, EVP saying Carla over the ghost box was, I was standing in that hallway and I was like, you know, you wrote help on the bathroom sink. Can you say, can you say what, can you say your name, Carla? And it, it says her name like so clear. I'm like, holy shit. 
this is her. She's here. Yep. It's definitely her. Without a doubt, she is here. And uh, that definitely validated it even more. I mean, the picture, the everything just coinciding together, that EVP. And I'm like, why is she still here? Like, it, it's something unfinished somewhere. You know, it's right. definitely something unfinished with her, without a doubt. Uh, I wish, I tell you, I wish I could get back in that place and, <laughs> and really see if they're experiencing anything. I always want to stop by there. And uh, I don't remember, do you remember Don that was with me on that investigation? Uh, yeah, slightly, yes. Yeah, well, he he goes by that area a lot, too, because he delivers uh, medical supplies and oxygen and stuff like that to people. And uh, he okay. was like, yeah, man, I go by that house a lot. He said that. And a couple other cases we did up there, but he goes by a lot. And he's like, man, I'd like to stop in there and just see what's going on. I said, yeah, but then, <laughs> you know, if they're not experiencing anything and then you knock on the door and say, Hey, uh, you got ghosts in there. You feel like ghosts in there. They'll probably be freaking out, you know? Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Exact thoughts I would have been having. Like, what do you mean ghosts? Like, yeah. Well, we investigated that place like 10 years ago. You got ghosts in there, you know, you're just like, Oh, oh shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we had yeah. a case like that in Maryland and uh, I drive by it a lot on my way to work. Cause I, I work in Maryland, but I drive by it and I'm like, I drove by it one day and there was a guy cutting grass there and I'm like, I should stop in there and ask him if he's experienced anything. But that said, he might not be, maybe it'll freak him out, but I know we experienced, right. we experienced a hell of a lot of stuff in the house. Uh, with things moving around, voices, bangs, uh, moans. I mean, we had a whole bunch of stuff going on in that house and, uh, I was going to stop by one day. The guy was out there cutting grass and I'm like, eh, nah, better not. It, it might, you know, disrupt something that maybe is right. dormant now. It may be dormant now. You know what I mean? Like there's just some right. people that go into a location and whatever's in the house is really attracted to them. You know what I mean? And it just makes things happen. And I think maybe that was the case with your, with your sister and your mom, or maybe she was relating to your sister and your mother the most, because right. in a lot of pictures I've seen, she was with family a lot and they were all females. Yep. They were almost all females and that picture there she is in the kitchen and what she's who she with your sister and your mother yep a matter of fact the one picture that i side by side her and when she's alive she's in a kitchen with her family yep she is in a kitchen with her family i you know what i never even pieced that together till just now and it's been all these years yeah. later yeah, I did that's not, interesting. I did not even piece that together until just now. I'm like, holy shit, she was in the kitchen. They were cooking, and your mom was cooking at yep, the time. My mom was cooking. Holy shit, I didn't even really realize that until just now, all these years later. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy the, stuff, man. Crazy, yeah. fascinating things. I got the I, like I said, I'm <laughs> I'm with you. I wish I could. See, now I'm older now. I wish I could go back in there with you. I would be right there beside you. I want to know. Like, that's things I agree. I'd I'd love to know as well if there's anything still running around in there. And if, if there's not now with the people, I wonder, you know, sometimes if I were to be brought back in there, if I could get it to, you know, jolt back up a little bit. Yeah, you know? if, if not you, I bet if your mother and your sister went back in there, it would happen. Oh, yeah. I can guarantee it it would happen. Uh, that's Man, that's awesome. That's, I, I just can't believe I haven't put that together all these years. I just, yeah, it just popped right into my head. I'm like, holy shit, she was in the kitchen cooking and Amy was cooking 
with, with yep. the daughter. That's crazy. Wow. Yep, because that was one of the main photos we used to distinguish it was her as well. Yeah. Remember, I side-by-sided them when she was alive and when she yep. was, you know, in that picture. And I'm like, that's definitely her. The jawline, the, the nose. You can Hair, see everything. Everything. I'm like, that is, that's her a thousand percent. You can't deny it. Can't deny it. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely definitely some epic stuff. Yeah, it was, man. It was that was incredible, man. That was uh that was an awesome case. And um I'll wrap it up for you now. I know you got things to do, but man, thanks Trevor for coming on, man. And um I appreciate it. All these years later you talking to me about that case that we did with you guys and I, I appreciate you coming on. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Anytime you got anything interesting, anything cool man just send it through i'd always love to see it that stuff definitely interests me keep in touch and you know we'll chat from here and there and i hope i can talk to you again maybe meet you one day because you know like i said my memory memory of back then is a little vague now but uh it's definitely booting booting strong now so it's definitely be cool to meet you sometime for sure oh yeah definitely man i'd definitely like to, to see you and your mom and your sister and everybody again that'd be cool very cool absolutely yeah, we'll have to set that up, and uh, me and Don have to stop up here and see you guys. Absolutely, man. Yeah, just uh, keep in touch with me and my mom, and sometime when everybody's free, it'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. Thank you for coming on, Trevor. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your day. You too, brother. <laughs> have a good uh, rest of your day, week, and weekend. Yes, sir. We're getting there. We're almost there. <laughs> yep. One more day, man. One more day. We're good to go. <laughs> yep. two more days actually but I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm already miscounting this day to get it over with <laughs> always so, always we we always want to get to that weekend much quicker <laughs> oh hell yeah dude we wish our lives away <laughs> right <laughs> you're always wishing From on monday store. if it's friday so <laughs> <laughs> all right my man hey you have a beautiful night you too my brother thank you yes sir all later right. see you All right, man. That was Trevor, man. He is an awesome kid, man. I remember when he was young, he was just a young kid, and uh, he was experiencing all these paranormal events. And I'll tell you, man, he was uh, he was scared. He was truly, truly scared. And um, you know, we came in there and you know tried to validate everything for them, and uh, we wound up doing it. We wound up validating their experiences and uh, let them know, hey, there are things going on in your home. We caught this, and, you know, Amy was there with us, the mother, a lot of times in the investigation, and she heard things as well, and how she heard disembodied voices. There was just a slew of things that happened in that house that were, were incredible. And that picture, I will put it on the um, Harrisburg Area Paranormal Society's website, along with the help. They did get a picture of that help written in blood on the sink. I will put that in the um on the youtube page you can go in after you listen to the show and go to the harrisburg area paranormal society and, and check out those pictures and yeah if you want to comment on them comment on them all you want um leave some good reviews for it or whatever um they're 100 legit as you heard you heard it right from the horse's mouth uh trevor and his family experienced this haunting in in new bloomfield pennsylvania and um it was it was an awesome case, and I'm I'm proud to be a part of it, and and met these great people, and uh, as you heard, you know sometimes these paranormal things can scar you for life, as you see with him, he's you know experienced these paranormal events, and you know it's it's left him a little shaken, even all these years later, and he's he's a grown man now, and he's still 
is, you know, kind of afraid to be in the dark, you know, in the dark of seeing these things. And it's, it's definitely a, a, a life changing experience when you have something like this happen. Um, I know my experiences, I don't like to sit in the dark. I, I'm in the dark a lot, but in my own home, sometimes I feel like I'm being watched. Um, and I'll, I'll kick the light on. I'll get uncomfortable sometimes. I'll sit in the dark and I'll be watching something. And sometimes, you know, I just, just watch a regular old funny movie or something. I just get this overwhelming feeling like I'm being watched, you know, and I'll, I'll get up and I, and this is no lie. I'll get up and I'll turn the light on. It'll freak me out a little bit. Like, I'm like, I feel like there's someone in the dark in this, I have a little hallway right here by the studio. I have my little studio here and, um, it just feels like there's someone here looking, you know, just watching. I don't know what it is. And I, like I said, I do have paranormal events that happen in my home sometimes, but that's the risk you take of being a paranormal investigator. These things can follow you home. Uh, paranormal events can happen in your home, which they have happened here. Uh, my daughter has experienced things. I've experienced things, uh, banging on the doors, banging on the windows. And, and they're always like three knocks, boom, 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 three knocks on the window, three knocks on the door, three knocks on my bedroom door. Uh, one night I had three knocks on the bedroom door and, and my daughter was out, you know, having, having a sleepover at someone else's house. And it was just me and my wife home at one o'clock in the morning. Boom, boom, boom. Three knocks on the bedroom door. I always keep my door shut. Three knocks on the bedroom door. I immediately thought, you know, I had an intruder. So I got up and, and got my, um, my weapon and, um, loaded it. Oh, actually, it was already loaded. I just clicked the safety off, and I was ready to rock and roll. And, uh, you know, I swept through the house with my dog, and there was no one there. Everything was locked up. But I clearly heard three knocks. I clearly heard three knocks, and my wife heard it, and my dog heard it. My dog was ready to go, ready to rock and roll. And um, nothing. Searched the house. Nothing. And my wife was pissed off at me because she said, I brought this shit home. <laughs> she said, you brought this shit home. And uh, I'm like, this is the risk you take, you know, and this is the risk we take doing this to help people. I mean, can these things follow you home? Yes. You could be in a haunted location and something follow you home. Not, not, you know, you not knowing, but something you get in the car with you, follow you home. And now you're experiencing paranormal events and it's something you might not ever be able to get rid of. That's just how it is. There's no, there's no explanation for it. You know, I, a lot of people like to think there's an explanation for ghosts and the phenomena and but there are none trust me folks there are none there's a lot of paranormal radio podcasts and everybody has their take on it but most of these people are living in a fantasy land of tv movies everything i'm telling you is 100 percent legitimate i experienced it i've lived it i've done it so you want to hear some real stories of, of real paranormal events? You're going to hear them here because these are all things that I've experienced over the last uh, 20 plus years of investigating. And um, I like telling the stories. I think they're pretty amazing. I have enough stories to tell for the next 10 years of all the stuff I've experienced in the paranormal field. Um, I don't need a whole lot of guests. I like bringing, what I do like to bring on are the people uh, that you know my clients that agree to come on if they agree to come on then i'll bring them on if they don't then i don't push the issue like amy didn't want to come on i didn't push the issue but she said her son would come on so and he's a good kid um i just remember when all this stuff was happening with him 
you know, he was definitely frightened. You know, he got grabbed, and I have pictures of his arm, and I'll put that in the YouTube page as well. Um, something grabbed his arm and left these huge red, like someone, like they were fingerprints, basically, on his arm. And uh, I know he was really, really shaken up. He was a young kid then. And uh, like I said, he's a grown man now. And you see, you hear it in his voice, how it has affected his life from that point on, how it has affected his life. And he's been sort of like a, a paranormal victim, you could say. You know, he's a paranormal victim. And um, I really hope you've liked this episode of the Paranormal Journal podcast. This is the new Bloomfield Haunting. That's what I'm going to call this, the new Bloomfield Haunting. And I want to thank Trevor for coming on and thank his mother for getting with Trevor and, and letting him come on the show and talk with me and talk about experiences from when we investigate with him, all the stuff that he happened, happened before. And, you know, it was, it was a really good show. I'm glad he came on and, and gave his insight to the haunting because I think that's the key for people to understand that this stuff does affect people and affects their families. It affects their lives. And we can't explain it. We really, really can't. Um, we're trying, though. And we're trying to help people the best we can. And we're just going to keep plugging away, doing our thing. You know, we're going to be investigating, investigating, investigating. I think that's why people like us. Because, you know, I, I'm honest with all clients. As soon as I come into it, can you get rid of ghosts? No. Cannot get rid of ghosts. And people that claim they can get rid of ghosts, I challenge it. I want to see it. Take me to your investigation. Take me to a haunted location. You do your thing. Talking about you got rid of the ghost. And I guarantee you, a week later, I come back into the house and I will record paranormal events in that house. I can guarantee it. To a T, I guarantee it. I will come up with some kind of paranormal activity in the home. And no, I don't fake anything. I do everything by the book, and I guarantee you, I will catch something. I've had lots of priests in investigations, blessing homes and doing blessings and smudgings and all that stuff, and it never worked. All the activity either increased. Sometimes it did slow down. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it did slow down, but then it came back, and then the people had to move. I mean, so... Does do do these things work? I'm gonna sway towards they don't work. But like I said, some people might think it works. It's my opinion, and based on what I've experienced, it doesn't work. I think really you have to be into your faith for it to really, really work. But still, there's no proof of that. None. I mean, you see all these TV shows and the demons and stuff flying around and, you know, throwing holy water and smudging uh, smoke. and I don't know. You know, it just never worked for us. And um, I'm definitely a devout Catholic. I, I believe in God. I believe in God. Not to say that I don't believe in God. And not to say I don't believe in Jesus Christ and, you know, and the power of prayer. And I do. But there's just some things that we don't understand. And, and this paranormal phenomena is one of them. This is definitely one of them. So thank you guys. I'm going to wrap this up for tonight. Hope you've enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed listening to Trevor talking about his paranormal experiences when he was a kid on a case that we did over 10 years ago. 
guy's a grown man now and uh as you see he's still still having troubles with it so thank you guys i appreciate everything you guys do listening and downloading uh definitely spread the word about the paranormal journal podcast and get us out there love us like us share us do all that good stuff man because like i said i'm gonna bring you the truth every time it's not gonna be a bunch of bs it's gonna be straightforward truth so without further ado i'm gonna drop that exit exit music and that's gonna be guess what get them wet i'm gonna put it out there because this is gonna be my ending song the other side Some questions all of my life, but every answer I get, none of them I ever like. No, I know we all living up on borrowed time, but it keep me up late at night and got me wondering why. Oh, I'm just looking for a reason. I don't need something to believe in. I just want life to have meaning. So I ain't wasting all my time. So will I see you on the other side?
that was get them wet with my man tom blake and jesse anderson get them wet thanks everybody for tuning in to the paranormal journal podcast i will see you next time stay frosty